Welcome to Inside Yorkshire with Susan, bringing you intriguing details about the lives of people here in Yorkshire. So, come on in and join us. Hello, Susan here, Inside Yorkshire. Now, today's episode, I'm talking to Paula Richardson. Paula is the Better Business Bee, a small business consultant. I'd like just like to know, Paula, what it was that got you interested in doing this? How did you get started? Well, I've been um, working in corporate for a lot of years um, in different business manager roles, helping people to create business plans, make their business within the corporation better. Um, And I've also run quite a few small businesses myself. So I decided why not help other people, help them to bring big business ideas into their own small business and utilize my skills and experience running a small business um, to help them to make their business better. I think there's a lot of people out there who are um, solo business owners or businesses you know, that are small businesses by anybody's standards. We're not talking about big chains, supermarkets, that kind of thing. They're big business. We're talking about people who are running a business on their own. Maybe that business is what you would describe as a micro business. That doesn't mean they can't be good at what they do. It doesn't mean that they can't have some really good systems and processes in place. Because at the end of the day, if you've got good systems, good processes, good ways of conducting your business, then that will make your life an awful lot easier. And a lot of people go into self-employment because they want more time in their lives. They want to be able to control things better themselves. And then they get sucked into the doing absolutely everything. And they find they're working more hours than they did when they were employed and uh, they never have any time left for the family. So it's about helping them to directionally change and and slick up what they do. And and for some people, they just feel that they need to move on and perhaps take the next step, but they're not really sure what it is. And so I can help them with some ideas. Yes, because um, self-employed as a sole trader, running your own business, as you say, can be firstly quite a lonely situation. Yes. um, But also, I would agree, when you end up doing everything and also not being maybe not as organized as you could be using the best use of your time and being having someone who can look at it from the from the outside can yeah. make a big difference which is what you do what is your background then Paula so my background is well originally I started in the NHS but then I've had 20 odd years in um, the pharmaceutical industry so both selling pharmaceuticals and mainly managing other people to sell pharmaceuticals which sounds you know it sounds a little bit stuffy but um, I think that with something like pharmaceuticals there are such a lot of um, legislative things so you've got to make sure that you can't you know, you've got to get the legislation right, meaning you can't just go and sell, sell, sell. It doesn't work like that. Um, so there's lots of restrictions on you. So it's about working cleverly to make sure you're still working within the restrictions, but you're actually standing out and being better than somebody else. So I've spent a lot of time with being a business manager, helping representatives to manage their businesses. But I also spent a lot of time working in a pharmaceutical wholesaler and the clients of the pharmaceutical wholesaler are independent pharmacists and they're running their own businesses, their own small businesses. Um, and I spent an awful lot of time helping them to be better at doing that, helping them to 
um, lay out their shops better, to work with their staff better, and generally make their business slicker and more profitable. So I was using the skills and the experience that I've gained doing all of that and bringing it to people now who are running their business. Yes, very transferable skills. And you've also run your own businesses, more than one, I know, in the past. So as we were talking earlier, you're saying because of that, you're aware of the issues and problems that can arise in that situation. And being aware, help other people to avoid the mistakes possibly you've made in the past. You don't need to share the mistakes unless you want to. No, it's absolutely true. I think um, it's fine saying that you've worked in a big company. And yeah, I have. I worked in a few big companies. um, But I've also run a few businesses as a solo business owner, um, some bigger than others, some more successful than others. And I think that definitely I can say, yeah, I've made mistakes. I think anybody who runs a business will make mistakes. Um, but it's about what you do with those mistakes, how you learn from them. And, you know, why wouldn't I help somebody else not to make the mistakes that I've made? Why wouldn't I? You know, at the end of the day, if there was someone there saying to me, don't do it like that because this might happen, that would have helped me. So, you mm. know, why wouldn't I do that for somebody else? And also developing a, a level of resilience because that's an important characteristic, isn't it? Absolutely, it is. Yeah, you've got to have that bounce back factor, definitely. Mm. And you've got to be fairly thick skinned when you're in business. And, you know, things can get on top of you really easily. You can get overwhelmed. And you can, you know, be asking yourself when you sort of collapse into bed at midnight for the like, third or fourth day in a row, why am I doing this? Do I need to go back and be employed again? You know, do, is it right for me? But, you know, you've got to power through it if you like Mm. because there are an awful lot of successful business owners who've gone through all of those things yes and it's knowing um at which point to to actually keep on going with a certain direction which having a consultant who can look at it um really objectively and not from within the business which is extremely valuable I'm sure do you mind sharing what the businesses are that you've that you've run or some of the experiences that you've had so I um for quite a few years ran a property company so I used to buy properties renovate them and then sell them on and I did this really successfully for quite some some years and I did it on my own and what I liked about it was I had control of it I chose the properties, um, I directed how they were going to be renovated, um, and therefore I took the profit for me. And that was a bit of a controlling thing, and um, at one point a really good property came up for sale, but it was just too much for me to manage on my own, and I took on a partner, and it was somebody I trusted, somebody I had worked with in the past, and to all intents and purposes it couldn't go wrong, but it did very wrong and <laughs> um, mm-hmm. that person didn't turn up to do the work that they said they were going to do um, they had a team of people and they just went off on other jobs they didn't come to my job or our job so you know that same person was letting down their own their own business really um, and it just got to a bit of a head and to be fair it also happened at a time when um, the world tilted on its axis with a financial crisis in 2008 so it was a bit of a perfect storm a partner that wasn't pulling his weight a building that once we started stripping it out had a million problems that we couldn't possibly have known um and then the financial crisis and house prices were dropping drastically so um very luckily and through a lot of hard work from me i managed to pull it round. Um, get the building finished off it was five luxury apartments within a big old building and I managed to sell them all so um, after that I thought 
that's the time to get out of property and let everything settle down financially. Um, so although there were some good things in that property business and I did really well, um, I did have some really big, you know, headaches and well, nightmares really um, about working with a partner at a time when, you know, finances in the world were pretty dire yes i think that yeah. affected a lot of people at that yeah. time too but it sounds like you made the most of it i did i did make the most of it and i can say you know i'm really proud of what i did and i learned an awful lot i learned a lot about finance um certainly borrowed a lot of money from the bank managed to pay it all back which is always healthy um and then i went on to do a few other things i had a retail outlet um and i also had um a bakery for a while so that was a food outlet and um, that went really well but some things went wrong in that as well so I think I did have business advice at the time actually and I found that really useful and I think that anybody who is trying to do it on their own um, that's great yeah you probably can manage on your own but but why put yourself through the loops of wondering and having to go away and do lots of research yourself when sometimes just somebody giving you an outside view can help I certainly found it helpful mm. and I would be more than happy to help people. So in the way that you're running this business, then is it um, is it something whereby you can offer a one-off or regular consultancy? I'm wondering just how you're actually operating. <clears throat> right, well, um, that's a really good question. And uh, you know, when I set this business up, I thought long and hard about what was the best approach to help people that was going to be successful for me and profitable for me as well as helpful for other people um, because really it's about helping people it's not about imposing your way of doing something on somebody it's about helping them to find their way um, so the way that I've structured it and it's still open to change I'm going to see how it all rolls out but I'm offering different packages so the first thing I say is I'm happy to meet for no cost and no obligation. I'm happy to meet to have coffee and cake. And as far as I'm concerned, if nothing else comes out of it, we've had a nice coffee and a nice slice of chocolate cake. So that's the first thing. Um, then I think that if you want to work with me, if you feel that having met me, A, you know I'm a real person, B, you know you can relate with me, um, and I'm happy to work with you, then um, I conduct what's called an initial meeting. I do charge for that. Um, and the reason I charge for that is because I think there has to be some commitment on both sides. Um, it's a three-hour meeting where I would come to your business to see you working in your business because I think that's one of the fastest ways that you can get to know how somebody's thinking, how they're operating. Um, I'd send some questions ahead of time so I can get a bit more idea. And it also means that that three-hour slot is more productive because we're not going over things from scratch. I've actually got an idea of what the issues are or how you feel about things. Um, and then we'll spend three hours together. I'll come up with some ideas for the way forward. I'll listen to your ideas and help to formulate how they might work. And then after that, I'll write a report for you. So at the end of that time, you will get a report with what we've discussed and some ideas of how to move forward. It could be at that point you think, right, that's great. We've got some ideas now. Paul has helped us. We've got some of our own ideas. We don't need her anymore. That's absolutely fine. And that's why I charge for that first meeting. It's a three-hour meeting. You get a report and you get something that you can take and use as your own. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Any of my ideas, you've bought them. You've bought that report. Off you go. You can do what you want. It could be that someone decides after that that actually they could work with me and they want to work a bit more on some ideas. So I've got an ideas package where we sit down and that's a little bit more expensive. I spend a lot longer with people. We really look at 
working out the viability of those ideas, which ones would work for that person in their business, which ones sound like a good idea, but when we look into them, maybe they're not such a good idea. Maybe they wouldn't work with that person's business or their personality even. So it's it's a little bit more in depth. Then I'll do an implementation package where I will take the ideas and whatever the customer has decided will move forward with it. And I'll help them, I'll hold their hand and help them to make those things happen. Um, and then there's another package which is a little bit more of a, a project manager wants a little bit more hand-holding. Mm. Um, so really it's just whatever the budget of the customer, whatever they need in the way of assistance. It might just be that initial report and some ideas. It might be that they want to let me explore their ideas a bit more and do a bit more work for them. Because after all, when you're running a business on your own, the whole problem is you're doing the business, you're in the business, you're doing the everyday stuff and having to take time out to work on the business and see a bit more about the strategy and the business planning and where you're heading, it's quite a luxury to be able to do that. So to have someone help you do that, um, Mm. that's a massive step forward. And to have it tailored personally for your your needs. Um, Yes, I understand now because we did talk about the fact that you don't need to be um, restrained by area, but I understand now that you're based in Yorkshire and presumably um, you have an area that that you cover because you want that personal touch. You want to be able to actually go there and spend time. You don't want to be spending three hours in the car in order to go and see someone. Absolutely. I think, you know, for me, an hour, an hour and a half travelling is no problem. Um, I think it is important to speak with people. You know, there's a lot of things that you can get online. Absolutely there is. And online there's some... Fantastic resources, and you know you could put in. I'm a small business, you know, give me some ideas online, and you will get a host of things. You can watch YouTube videos. There's all sorts, but I think sometimes it just needs a personal touch, someone to pull it all together for you, somebody who you can relate to, who understands what you're going through as a business owner, and and can make it tailor, like you say, tailor made exactly to what their needs are. And if you go with one of the the higher end packages that you offer mm-hmm. you've got accountability haven't you which Absolutely. is you, have, ex- yeah. you know it's all very well getting a lot of advice and um people time well people set themselves up to learn about as much as they can online or in different ways and then do nothing with it yeah. so it's the <laughs> the accountability is very useful in that yeah. situation where you've got someone that you is going to get back to you and say, well, did you do that? (laughs) Absolutely. And I think even just that ability for a customer to pick up the phone and say, you know, when you were here last, you talked about this. Can you just guide me a little bit on this? It's just that Mm. bit of feedback. And like you say, accountability, because again, you slip into the everydayness of the business, all the tasks that need doing, and you've got to really be quite firm about things that you're doing that change your business or make it slicker and better. Um, and having someone at the other end of the phone asking you, did you mm. did you implement that? Did you do it? You know, that yes, helps. yeah, yes, and important. I think that um, to have a bit of have some structure to what you're doing because, yeah, as a sole business owner, it can be very difficult sometimes, especially if you're working out from your own property, which is another another aspect for some people. Yeah. that there can be a lot of distractions. I think they can, yeah. Life gets in the way a bit, doesn't it? And, um, you know, you're busy doing the... You're doing your books, you're ordering supplies, you're seeing your own customers, you're running around doing the everyday things. Oh, and then there's a pile of ironing and there's the tea to cook. and So, yeah, life gets in the way. And I think that if if it's 
if somebody's there who's independent of you and your business but understands you and your business then they can help you to move your business to a place that you want it to be you know and it's it's not about where I think your business should be it's where you want your business to be mm. yes and um, I think that's that's invaluable really to to have that um, someone looking in and helping but also as you say to have it where it's your idea it's not a case of your taking over and saying you should do x y and z without a two-way conversation absolutely it's about suggestions you know generating ideas that that people may just not have thought of themselves and you can see light bulb moments when people think oh god yeah i could do that i didn't think of that so Hmm. you know but it's not just that's a good idea i could do that it's then well okay so how would we make that happen Hmm. you know what do we need to do to actually say yeah it's going to happen and it's going to happen next week next month next year Hmm. you know and to make things time uh timely really so that you can uh, have targets and actually work in a more productive way yeah and i think it does release time for people if they for for example it could just be that everything they're doing is great in their business and they're getting new customers and everything's going well and you know it's working how they want it to and it's growing how they want it to and in some cases it's probably it could be growing faster than they want it to but if you don't have any scaffolding in place if you don't have good systems good processes there then you know very quickly that growth can turn to something quite disastrous if you haven't got all the systems in place to make that happen and some of those systems um, need putting in place because at the beginning it didn't matter if you only had one customer every other week you've got plenty of time to you know create your customer records or sort out your tax or whatever it is Um, but once you start getting busier you don't have time for that so if you haven't got a system in place it can start to get very overwhelming very quickly Mm. Mm. Yes, over, overwhelmed by your own success in that yeah, situation. Yeah, absolutely, victim of your own success, that's right. <laughs> yes, I think um, there are only so many hours in the day and certainly as a, as a small business, as we were talking earlier about how much you can you can be involved in doing everything or trying to do everything. So leveraging some of it out is is another good way of doing it. And even if it's the ideas side of it from your point of view mm-hmm. and getting in, getting someone involved to actually put their thinking cap on and see what would work best for your business. It's a really good idea. Yes, it is. And I think also, you know, something to consider, and this is something that, you know, will get thrown up every time and people will be thinking it even if they're not saying it, is that when you're a small business or a micro business and you're a single business owner, the thought of asking somebody else to help you, two things. One, people are pretty good at saying i don't need any help even though they probably do Um, but the other thing which is more important is how can they afford to get somebody they can barely afford to you know keep going in the business themselves and maybe that's the very time they do need somebody but how can they how can they possibly pay for somebody to come in and help them um and what i would say to that is well yes it does involve a cost but it should be self-funding okay so if somebody was to pay for my services then they will get that money back many more times so there is a return on investment and you have to see that as a business you have to see that buying in help is an investment it's not a cost it's an investment and it will return more money at a later date because otherwise there's no point in getting somebody like me in no but also you're tax deductible (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) 
absolutely I am. It's, it's, an, it's a business expense, isn't it? It certainly is a business expense, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, in... and it can only help. Mm. And I think there's there's somebody, I'm just trying to remember the quote, but um, somebody from Enterprise Nation, is Emma from Enterprise Nation, had said that there's some research that shows that businesses that have external help do better. Mm. So if someone wants to get in touch with you and decide that they need to at least have that initial talk, Mm -hmm. coffee and cake. Coffee and cake. Coffee and cake to start with. I see that you have various methods. You've the website, which is um, thebetterbusinessbee.com. Absolutely. Your email address is paula at thebetterbusinessbee. Now, if I just explain, that's the better business B, all lowercase, but it's not just the letter B, it's B double E, as in a busy B. So it's thebetterbusinessbee.com. So paula at thebetterbusinessbee.com. And are you okay for me to give out your phone number as well on here? Absolutely, I am, yeah. Right, the telephone number then for contact is 07977-173329. Now I will put this on the show notes for the for the episode anyway, so that if you can't write fast enough to write it down while I'm talking, you'll be able to access it by by going and checking on there. I am also on Facebook and Instagram. Right, it's Paula the BBB. Oh, that's just the letters, Instagram. is it? Yeah, just the letters. Paula the BBB mm. on both Instagram and Facebook. Right. Okay. So check her out. <laughs> invaluable service Paula thank you very much thanks very much thanks for discussing that so Susan here signing out from Inside Yorkshire